This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast, and here I am with my always evolving co-host, Jon. Hello, Jon. Uh, I don't know. Lately, I'm feeling like I'm devolving again, but maybe that's just the world around me and not me. But uh, hi, Dave, part of the world around me. <laughs> hello, hello. Indeed. It's probably my fault. Well, that's how we do this podcast, right? All the good stuff is me and all the bad stuff is you. That's how we decided to make it equal equilibrium, right? That's, that's yeah, how, okay. we, uh, that's how we balance things just out, check. absolutely. So we are continuing our series of episodes and content about the podcast itself. So this is a little bit on the meta side, uh, but we've we've covered a variety of different areas. But now today we're going to talk about uh, evolving the podcast. Yeah, so you made this thing, it's out there. How do you make it continuously interesting for the audience? which is important, mm -hmm. but I would even say more importantly, interesting for yourself. Because I mean, we talked about earlier, this is a time saying this is an effort, this is resource cobbling up a lot. You need to have something out of it yourself. So your podcast needs to evolve a bit over time to make sure that it stays relevant, stays fun to do. Yeah. And, you know, some of this will be both finding initially finding a rhythm that works um but then also don't don't be beholden to that rhythm you know you can feel free to change and evolve that rhythm as your ideas around the podcast change I mean, we've, we've mentioned a number of times that we started off with um you know something happening every two weeks and we would um you know that we we thought at the time that that would give us the time that we would need to prepare. And our episodes were, frankly, a lot longer yeah. um, originally. And we, for that, I mean, that cadence stuck around for a while. Um, we then sort of evolved it to a, you know, shorter episodes and releasing more frequently, heading towards a weekly sort of cadence, but also the the topics and the areas that we we covered also evolved and changed over time so that's just just thinking about the cadence of when you release like is is just one kind of sliver of something that you could do to evolve or change um your podcast uh, in the future and again none of this needs to stick around forever you can change this at your whim the only recommendation I would probably give is you don't want your audience to get sort of seasick. You don't want to be changing like a release cadence so often that people are like, well, like, is there going to be something this week? Is there not? Do I, do I cue these up so I can listen to them together? Or, you know, just it, it's nice to, you know, reevaluate things. I think we typically think about this on a, an annual cadence, pretty much, mm. sort of getting towards the end of the year or getting towards our anniversary tends to be more often when we think about making changes. And, you know, that I think has been pretty consistent for us. I don't think we've made many radical changes outside of that envelope. Uh, the logo change, that was really chaotic. I mean, I'm still staggered by it. 
I was totally out of the blue, out of the purple, purple. <laughs> uh, now you're right. And when you're changing the, the, the sequence, the cadence a little bit, I mean, when we went from uh, bi-weekly to weekly, we did think about, will we have time to do this? And we kind of made it easy on ourselves by deciding to do a kind of a dual cadence where every other week was a topic episode, which was our normal bi-weekly workload, let's say. And in between, we just did a news show where we just basically um, went on the internet, found some articles and talked about it. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind that was that it would require no or very little uh, preparation on our end, so we wouldn't get overworked or inundated with more work and we could handle and we could still do this. Now, you're talking about rhythm specifically uh, in the uh, point of view of episode release cadence, but for me, rhythm was a bigger thing than that because mm. it, we also had to find a rhythm, or me at least, and you as well, I think, a lot of things around the podcast. For me, the rhythm also includes uh, time for editing. How long? Mm -hmm. How much time should I review for that? When would I do that? And for a long, I don't do it anymore because I'm in the rhythm now. <laughs> but for a long time, I actually had a couple of evenings in the week, a block in my calendar podcast. This is where I would look at the preparation, looking for the news articles, things like that. So that's also part of the cadence that, of the rhythm that you have to develop. Another thing is guests. We're going to talk about guests in a later uh, episode, I think. But uh, that is also, we try to have, or at some point, we try to have guests more frequently because we felt that that was a good rhythm. That's a lot of work because there's a lot of logistics happening for guests. That's also something that's part of that whole rhythm uh, thing, I think. Yeah. And then when when we're talking about rhythm and cadence and things like that, there are also things that we developed over the time that we were sort of evolving this podcast. We're going to use the word evolving on evolution <laughs> a lot here. Um, so we, and I think this is fairly, fairly normal, I guess. Um, when we got to the end of our first year, I mean, mostly we were just blown away and surprised that we'd survived a year. Um, but we, so we celebrated, we did a, a, a birthday episode, uh, you know, with, with, as a, as a celebration of the podcast. And it was, I think at the, our first one, if I remember rightly, was a bit of a, like a look back at the year. It was, um, uh, I think that one was actually where we did get a couple of guests back. Yeah, if I remember correctly, what I tried to do, and it was very hard, was to have every guest we had that year yeah. on just to say hello or something. And I even let people, if you can't make the the, the recording date, then, because we tried to record that live as well, of course. Not yeah. publish it live, yeah. but record it live. If you couldn't join, then send us a little video snippet. And I think we did that for one, two, maybe three years, but it's just so hard to find a time yeah. where people were available. Because again, yeah, I mean, you can't just expect somebody in the US to stand, get up in the middle of the night for a five minutes, uh, say hello on a podcast you've been on earlier that year. I mean, people do like this. I mean, we've never had a guest run away from us after they, uh, they did have a good experience, but still. You need to have respect for the uh, for those guests, obviously. Yeah, but uh, and those those episodes, I have to say, they were really, really fun. Like we would be talking, 
uh, and chatting, and then like a guest would just pop online, and we would start it talking to them. It was fun for you, but I I, and then, I had like three screens of I was Skype in those days, fig- figuring out who was in and who was gonna pop in. It was horrible. <laughs> and and like guests would talk to each other, and like it was it Mayhem. was a lot of fun. Mayhem. It was absolute <laughs> carnage. It was hell on yon. Um, I enjoyed it greatly, but it was. For us, it was something, and we did it a couple of years yeah, running. Three, I think. Yeah, uh, but it, it really wasn't terribly sustainable, I don't think. Well, it um, kind of broke when we went video. Because as long as we're just doing audio, then that's fine. But if, you, if you're looking at us on YouTube, and please do, because I spend a lot of time making these videos, we have a way of uh, putting a couple of people on the screen. We're looking at two now, but we can, we can have up to three or four here. But then the screen is kind of full, or you really have posted stamp uh, peoples. And having all peoples dial in, dial out, dial in, dial out, that becomes impossible to manage anymore. So basically, that's the problem. So we could, yeah. but we still do guests on our birthday episodes because we have a long-term friend of the show, Mr. Murtick. Hi, John, if you listen to yeah. this. Uh, who's kind of our regular birthday co-celebrant now. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Yeah, John has become very much a, a key part of the Roaring Elephant podcast. He's almost like the, the third chair um, for us as... Uh, honorary co-host. Someone that we, yeah, 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 honorary <laughs> co-host. Um, and, and that sort of... That sort of brings like another one, another sort of thing that we we did for a while was sort of the end of the year slash start of the new year episode. Yeah, the prediction would, shows. Yeah, like predictions. At, well, at the end of the year, we would go back and we would look at the predictions that we did last year and or at the start of the year and we would say, okay, how close or far away did we get? Chatbots, I win. <laughs> and then moving into the new year, um, we would get into, you know, our predictions for the upcoming year. And this, again, like this, I think, uh, was, or it, my perspective on this is I think this was better, easier, maybe when we were both very much in the same ecosystem and we were both very clearly in the same, well, we were both the same company yeah. for a good good chunk of time. And it it made it quite a lot easier mm. for us to talk about some of these things. Um, we're, we've, we've been a very different company, or we've been at different companies now for quite some time. Uh, and it, I think it makes it a little bit trickier to talk to these sorts of topics. Well, I, don't know. I don't think, I mean, yeah, maybe, but... For me, the main, I mean, I love doing them because uh, there were other podcasts that I listened to that did that kind of stuff. And they were like gaming podcasts and they were kind mm. of predicting what games going to be released and which weren't going to be released. And I always enjoyed listening to them. So I thought it was fun for us to do something similar. Mm. The problem is that the world kind of deserted, uh, deserted on us. I mean, when we started this seven years ago, there was so much happening. Things were so much in flux. Public cloud was just starting. Big data was going over everywhere. ML was just coming up. There was so much happening in the world. Today, there's still a lot happening in the world, but nothing you want to do predictions about. So much more de- depressing things, let's say. So it kind of got annoying. And the thing that really killed it for me is 
I'm going to call it social media marketing, mm. where there's so much hype about everything and anything, and it's all out there that doing a prediction show kind of doesn't matter anymore. Because whatever you say, somebody else has said it three times. Even if you think it's totally original, there's mm. so much happening on, on social media and stuff like that. It just doesn't actually go very deep. And what's the core count going to be for Intel processors in 2025, which isn't fun. <laughs> or you stay a little bit more on the top level and then it's hard to be original. It's hard to be, mm -hmm. I mean, if you would do a prediction show now, it's going to be AI will be bigger next year. Yeah. I would never have predicted Twitter was going to change its name. I, I I would never have predicted that uh, we would have seen um, such a, a significant increase in uh, AI generated images. Like that that well, that blows my mind. Thing. Um, well, if I, I mean ChatGPT is an uh, like large language models and text based stuff is not as surprising to me. Like that. Feels like a very well, the same natural game. Like you do the, evolution. What you call the Salt of Vinci was called again the image generation thing. Uh, Mid journey. No. Dali. Dali. Thank you. Mm. Uh, I mean, they're based on the same kind of algorithms, but one is based know, on pixels, right? one is based on on text. Yeah, yeah. but That's, text uh, to me has always felt like more easily achievable for AI images. Um, like, how well support do you think Maybe. touches in the whole? language machine learning ecosphere i mean i can't help it if you're just you know writing in the wrong language that's not my problem the wrong <laughs> language oh my god uh, <sighs> okay well people send your complaints to dave at roaringelephant.org <laughs> oh and also you can you can also complain if you're using a uh uh, a corrupted version of the English language, such as US English as well. So, uh, I was you know. going to say, write it in Dutch, that way Dave will definitely read it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, you know, I mean, the thing with uh, languages is that there's so many languages out there, and mm. it's not all Roman languages either. I mean, let's look at Cyrillic, look at oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the calligraphy of Japan, Japan, for example. Those are yeah. really, really different. So it's very hard to do, yeah, and I'm kind of surprised how yeah. good ChatGPT 4, I think, Three, five isn't that good, but four is actually mm. pretty good in a lot of languages. It's very amazing. Mm. Yeah. But if you, if I was gonna uh, gonna do a, a prediction show this year, I would say that all of that stuff is gonna crash and burn hard in the next year or so. Mm. Mm. My problem is I'm not not uh, I'm not original enough to come up with any predictions anymore. <laughs> all my creativity is is dried up. Ah, I'm older than you are, come on. <laughs> um, anyway, slight slight divergence there. But, you know, birthday episodes, end of year episodes, start of year episodes. Um, we, I think we talked last time about the fact that we did, you know, we did event episodes yeah, when we went to time. conferences together. Those were fun, actually. Those were the biggest fun they was were that hard work. They were live. I mean, you were both in the same hotel room sitting on either you're on my bed with the mics, like, one foot from each other. Yeah. <laughs> it made a lot, yeah. it's made different to do it live together than do it like this, where we obviously oh, are yeah. not in the same room. But they were, they were, they were hard work because um, we would spend all day at the conference, like we'd be going to different sessions, presenting, we'd be 
we'd be presenting. Sometimes we would have, you know, booth duty as well. Um, we'd be talking to like a variety of different people on the def various different show floors. We'd be talking to presenters after they'd spoken in some cases. Yep. And then we would, after all that, we would then go to, as, as Jan says, like one or the other of our hotel rooms, cluster around like the, the coffee table or the desk or like the bed or whatever, and then start a, uh, a, a sort of a recording for the day. And that was then, like some of these events were three-day events, yeah. and we would do that every, every single evening. And, and we would attempt to, and we th I think we always yes. did, get the episode out that evening yeah we recorded we set ourselves some pretty high some pretty high bar on those and i think we really nailed them yeah they were good i mean i remember we recorded them then you and i for pizza and i did the editing and then you came back that's with it. food <laughs> yeah that's it and then and by and then, midnight uh, or something it got uploaded and then yeah. uploading even a 20 or 30 megabyte file over hotel wi-fi oh god i remember really having to restart like seven times yeah, before yeah, it yeah. actually finished uploading having yeah. having how do you call that um pick up where you left off copy yeah, sessions yeah, things try. Yeah, yeah. ah that was that was a lot of fun to be honest we actually had our first ever guest was um what's the first name uh from you know uh, from nifi uh wit was his last name joe, joe wit thank joe you wit. he actually was the third person in i think it was your hotel room <laughs> crowding around the mic to do that yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that was and i like they were they were really fun they were really hard work and um, i wouldn't recommend that uh, someone started with that but like if you if you've got you know a an event or something and you and your co-host are going to be there or at least, well, I guess at least one of you needs to be there. It's difficult <laughs> to do it without. But I would say it's far easier done when you've got a co-host because having someone else to lean on, as Jan said, like even just for the admin stuff, like, hey, could you go out and grab a couple of pizzas and some drinks so, you know, someone else can carry on with the editing. Just for the social. Um, I mean, if you do this in, yeah. your, in your lonesome, it can be really soul crushing to be honest yeah, yeah, yeah. and you need um, to have somebody to tell you it's good enough let's put it out yeah it's good <laughs> enough just send it <laughs> um so i mean so we did we did and have experimented with lots of different formats um you know those those sort of things uh are, are very much have are very much evolved over our time but something else is just this idea of um, like having an ongoing conversation about what what's inspiring you now. Like we've been doing this as as Jan says for you know seven ish years now, and our our careers have changed, our jobs have changed uh, multiple times, our. Uh, our areas of focus have changed. Areas of interest have, mm -hmm. have also continued to evolve in many cases. And I think we've been really lucky with the podcast that we started in that it has, I think, been able to evolve with us. And I think our audience has also evolved with us as well. 
and we've been able to continue the same uh, under the same banner if you like even though the podcast itself or under a similar banner changed from similar data to big tech at some point right yeah 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 (laughs) but but the but but we've 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 continued under the same kind of roaring elephant uh focus even though our trajectory has sort of gone in a variety of different directions over time and i think that was one of the the smartest things that we never even realized that we were doing back in the day is we i don't i I think we either we didn't think about it (laughs) or or we thought that this might live longer than our time i don't think we actually thought about it back in the day Uh, a little bit because uh we actually have two twitter I refuse to use a new name uh, accounts. <laughs> we have uh, Roaring Elephant and we have Hadoopcast. Mm. And when we started this, we were both deep in Hadoop and our podcast was very Hadoop centric. And we had a discussion at that point okay, are we going to do a Hadoop uh, podcast or do we want to make this broader? And I registered Hadoopcast first because I think that was the idea. The podcast is going to be called the Hadoopcast. And yeah. stepped away from that and went to Roaring Elephant. Of course, the elephant is definitely a link to Hadoop, but it's much more yeah. generic and much more, yeah. yeah, the moniker really works for it. And it, it's it's abstract. It's a Roaring Elephant. It's something that makes noise. That's how I see it. And that's a podcast. <laughs> that's definitely us. We are definitely something that makes noise. But uh, I mean, the fact that we did have Hadoopcast and Twitter as well does make me even though I don't remember it because I'm old, but I do think we had a discussion or at least to think about this. Yeah. I, and that was one of the, that was one of the names that we, we discussed is, you know, just being called the, the Hadoop cast. Uh, but I, I think if I remember rightly, there was actually another podcast out there called Hadoop cast that had started released like a handful of episodes and then died probably a year or so before we even started i'm uh, sure i remember but something very similar to that yeah, yeah yeah something like that anyway so that that was one reason why we didn't go with that because we didn't want to get confused with the the, the older dead one but also well, i like roaring elephants i mean you had yeah, another suggestion so first I'm not sure if you want to want to mention it but that one i really didn't like <laughs> you go for it you go for it yeah, you started with screaming elephant and the thing was that I thought, okay, Screaming Elephant, first thing that people will do is look it up on the internet. And all I, I found that. was Screaming Elephants, where the elephants were dying, where the tusks yeah. are being removed, they were screaming in oh pain. And while, Please, yes, that would be very not, applicable. Do not Google that, people. <laughs> do not Google that. But uh, I think uh, I was able to convince you to all go for Roaring Elephant. No, no, Roaring, all, all in for Roaring. Um, I, I suppose, you know, the our inspiration changed, the podcast evolved with us, our and we evolved our, our sort of focus, sorry, I, I was going to say our focus kind of went from being a educational podcast very early on, more, and it evolved in my mind more towards a bit of a talking heads opinions Mm -hmm. sort of podcast over time um it 
and that was just for us that was just something that we naturally gravitated to like i don't think it was a part of a a big plan as such. it wasn't a plan but i wouldn't say it was natural at least for me because for me the early episode where we were very technology based and trying to teach people how to use a certain piece of product or whatever that has a big thing with confidence because mm. i didn't have to say anything about my thoughts because who want to know who want to know what i think about stuff i'm nobody <laughs> who cares what i think but i can talk about this library apache whatever and explain how this is supposed to work and over time for me and i'm talking for me now i think you have a different journey here but for me uh, confidence kind of came a little bit where i now have the the mental image of myself as well if i say this people will probably disagree which is fine but it'll be interesting so and mm -hmm. that for me is how i evolved with the podcast how the podcast gave me a lot more self-confidence to i'll just say what i just said basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the the final sort of evolution for us at the maybe not the final one, but the the it's most the recent final. evolution yeah. for us has has been this introduction of uh, of video, and this was very much something that we've been talking about every single time. Like we came up for our annual review, <laughs> our, our you know, big important board meeting that we would always yes. have. The Roaring Elephant Off board. Offside, uh, we'd come hotel, together. Very luxury. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> we'd, we'd fly to exotic places uh, using all of the uh, podcast money. And, uh, and actually, no, that was true. Um, we would talk, like a number of years in, we were talking probably at least maybe from three years in onwards, we would talk about what about video? Does video make sense? And like early on, I, I remember very clearly Jan was absolutely not. No, 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 no. You forgot no. And here we are, we're on video. So I win. No, it's not quite that clear, but it, it was, it was, and I think still is very much an experiment for us. And I think the, if it wasn't as relatively low touch as it is, I don't think that we would probably continue. But you found such a way to automate things in a way that it's not as perhaps intensive as. Uh, other people's YouTube experiences might be. Well, it's still a lot more effort than just doing audio, obviously. But mm. I mean, my I had two reasons why I said no, 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 no times infinity. And the first was uh, okay, time spent. Uh, do I know how to do this? I, I have to learn things. I was uh, using uh, Logic Pro for the audio uh, editing, video editing. I had looked at the uh, Adobe stuff, which was horrible. So there was a, a we'll talk about the technology. Tech, the technique part of the show later on, but that was one part of it. But the biggest reason to say no was because I was afraid. Having my voice out there was something, but I could always pretend it wasn't me. Just somebody who sounds like me. But if your face is on the intertubes, uh, it will never go away. So that was something that I really had to put myself over as this is an 
privacy invasion that I can tolerate. Yeah. And again, as I mentioned earlier, more maturity through the podcast has made me say yes to Dave about doing <laughs> podcasting. And I think for me, this comes to the, the sort of the final crowning point here, which is when you think about your podcast, um, like the first thing is just get started, just do something, just, just get rolling. But nothing, probably nothing should be sacred around the podcast and you should be okay and comfortable with the fact that the podcast will change evolve have its ups um, and downs yeah yeah over time and i think the one the one thing that uh, and i think the one thing that we both agreed on and i think but i do think it was more you yon than me was that if one or the other of us most likely me like if i were to punch out or exit um then we would conclude the podcast at that point i think i remember you saying basically you wouldn't continue this you know you wouldn't go looking for another co-host you wouldn't sort of continue it solo well uh, i might look for another co-host for another podcast but the roaring yeah, elephant yeah. that's uh, Dave and Jon and yeah. if that doesn't I mean if I go away I don't think you'll pick it up because no. you'll have some issues no. there no. Uh, yeah, I, I own all the digital copies of the videos so haha it's mine mm -hmm. but no this is something we do together and that's uh, basically it and I mean also I listen to other podcasts or video casts if there's a change in the, the hosts the style will change. I mean, mm. it's logical. I mean, if 50% of the input comes from a different source, you will feel that in style, rhythm, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And then they either start trying to replicate what it was, which doesn't work. Or they evolve. Or they evolve, but typically they evolve to a different kind of audience. In that case, it's a different podcast. And you shouldn't think... use the old name just to yeah. keep the name, uh, what you call that term. Right, name recognition. recognition. Yeah, yeah. I think so, some podcasts have managed it, but, but those had like five or six co-hosts all the time. Uh, not all of them. Anyway, okay. I think we we are in a position where that is our stance on this, and the only other thing that I think we both believe in this uh, that is that is sacred for us is that this should be something that we continue to enjoy. Yeah. And the moment that this isn't something that we enjoy or get something out of, we'll also yes. conclude the uh, the run of the Roaring Elephant podcast. But I can't think of many other things that we hold as sacred slash things we'd um, never change. Respect for the audience. I mean, I don't want to keep the same audience all the time as we evolve our audience will evolve that's fine mm. but you should always be respectful to the audience i mean yeah. we're doing this these episodes about our internal uh, affairs because we were the, asked the questions so apparently mm. there is a demand for this so we'll do it we're not doing this yeah. from a point of uh, we know how to do this best and we're going to teach the world how to do this oh god uh, <laughs> yeah both <laughs> 
But <laughs> that's one thing that I, at least I think of a lot. I'm not sure about you, but I think you as well. It's still, even though we, the main importance is that indeed we enjoy this, because if we stop enjoying this, then you will make crap stuff anyway, and it won't, it won't work anymore mm. either way. Audience, respect for the audience, make sure that it's maybe not worth everybody's time, but it should be worth the time of at least a part, a chunk of our audience whenever we mm. make an episode. And yes, there have been a stinker in there, one or two, over the, over the it's seven years, people. Come on, give us something. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And with that, I think we're over time again, as usual. Anything else from you? Nothing else from me. Then that is all the time we have for today. You can support this podcast, you can become a patron, contributions to help us keep this up in the air for seven years running and more. We're on YouTube, video stuff is there. We can live and subscribe videos, hit notification bells, do YouTube stuff. And I always say that Dave likes that so much because he has pressured me hard into doing video stuff as he explained in this episode. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on the whatever Twitter is called today using some tag, have fun with it. But you can still send feedback to email at podcast at roaringoff.org. Until next time, my name is, well, Pikachu. <laughs> and my name is High Pressure Sales Tactics Dave. I really look forward to slaving under Dave and talking to you again next week. Goodbye. See you then. <laughs>